Episode 6, Living with a Vegetarian. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everybody, depending on when you are listening to this. It's Mark again, and welcome to another episode of my Intermediate English Podcast. Today's episode is very interesting, and I think you'll enjoy it. If you do enjoy this episode and this podcast in general, please give me a review on your favorite podcast platform or tell a friend about my podcast. And remember that you can read the full transcript for free on my website at checkmarkenglish.com. Okay, let's begin. My fiancé and I have lived together for a few years, and so we know about each other's habits very well, especially because we live in a small, one-bedroom apartment. When you live with someone, you learn a lot about them, particularly when it comes to everyday things. One thing about my fiancé is that she's been a vegetarian for many years. When we first started dating, it didn't make much of a difference in our lives because when we'd go out for dinner or lunch, I'd get something that had meat in it, usually chicken or fish, and she would get something without meat. When we moved in together, that's when things became interesting. I was used to having meat regularly, especially home-cooked meals that my mom made. Just a quick note before I continue. In this context or situation, when I say I was used to having meat, This means I was used to eating meat. We often use the verb to have, meaning to eat or to drink. For example, last night I had chicken for dinner, and then after I had two drinks. Both verbs are the past tense of to have, but mean to eat in the first case and to drink in the second. Once we shared an apartment, we did grocery shopping together and would make each other meals. She would of course not buy any meat, and I didn't either. Not because I didn't want meat in the house because of her, but because I didn't like cooking meat, even when I lived with my family. I would cook often at my family's house, but I always found touching and cooking meat kind of gross or unpleasant, especially because you have to be careful with handling raw or uncooked meat. But when my mother cooks, she almost always cooks meat, most commonly chicken. So when I started living with my girlfriend, I almost never ate meat at home. The only times I would eat meat are when buying food at a restaurant or when I visited my family's house. It was a little bit challenging because I'm very into health and nutrition, and so I have always been concerned with how much protein, carbohydrates, and fat I consume. Because of this, I started buying lots of eggs and cheese to try eating more protein that wasn't meat. I also highly encouraged my fiancé to eat more eggs because she hardly or barely ate any protein. She doesn't like the smell of eggs, but to my surprise, she started eating eggs regularly. After living like this for some time, maybe a year or two, I started eating more seafood, mostly salmon and tuna. I would put canned salmon in soups and many other dishes. Because I was eating so much seafood and because I would always tell my fiancé to eat more in general, she started to eat seafood. At first, it was just a little bit here and there, but over time, she ate more and more seafood. It makes me happy because seafood is a lot healthier than other food that she eats. She now eats fish a few times per week and calls herself a pescatarian. Being a pescatarian means the only meat you eat is seafood. You don't eat chicken, beef, pork, or any other type of meat. I'm very happy that she is a pescatarian now because most types of seafood are healthy and contain good nutrients. As I said earlier, she was vegetarian for years. When I tell people this, 
they think she doesn't eat cheese or eggs either. But that is not the case. Somebody who do, does not eat cheese, eggs, or any product coming from animals is called a vegan. I know this very well because one of my brothers has been vegan for almost 10 years. He does not eat meat of any kind. He doesn't eat eggs or any products coming from animals, not even milk or honey. I have a lot of respect for him because it's very difficult in today's world, especially when you go out to eat at a cafe or restaurant. Almost everything is not vegan. You can say somebody is vegan or you can say that a certain food or dish is vegan. When saying it about someone, it means that person does not eat food coming from animals. But if a certain food is vegan, it means that the food does not, does not contain any animal products in it. Whenever my brother goes out of the house to see friends, he almost always brings his own food with him. If he doesn't, he will very likely be hungry because it's hard to find vegan food and you never know if you'll be able to find some. Not only that, bringing his own food saves a lot of money because restaurants are very costly or expensive, especially here in Vancouver, Canada. When I was living with my family, my mom had to make a lot of food because she had to feed seven sons, including one who is vegan. Not only that, we all had different tastes or preferences for food uh, we like to eat. While some of us didn't like to eat garlic, olives, mushrooms, and other foods, the rest of us did. You can imagine how difficult it was for my mother to try making us all happy. Because one of my brothers has been vegan for many years, my mom would often make vegan dishes. As you can imagine, it meant that I ate a lot of vegan food. My mom would even make cakes and other desserts without any animal products, and they usually tasted really good. So when I moved out and lived with my fiancé, it wasn't very difficult at all to eat little meat. Earlier I, I mentioned, or said, that I am always aware of the nutrition that I eat or drink, and one of the main nutrients always on my mind is protein. This is especially important to me when I am really focused on going to the gym and lifting weights a few times a week. I knew that I was eating far less protein than I normally did, but I was going to the gym often, so I decided to buy protein powder so I can have the necessary amount uh, in my diet. I found this to be the easiest and most cost-effective way of having more protein. One thing that was more challenging or difficult was not drinking milk in our apartment. In my family's house, there was always milk in the fridge. If we finished it, it was always on our grocery list. A grocery list is a list that you write uh, or remember of what you need to buy from the grocery store. I used to drink milk regularly, especially in my cereal or in my tea. Today, we never have milk in our fridge. Instead, we drink soy milk, almond milk, or oat milk. It took me a little bit of time to get used to not having milk at home, but now I really enjoy the taste of unsweetened soy milk. Unsweetened is another way of saying without added sugar. Now that my fiancé eats seafood, we often cook different types of fish for dinner. We also sometimes make a huge or very large amount of garlic butter shrimp. It tastes so good and is much cheaper than if you order it at a restaurant. We like to go to the grocery store and buy a big bag of raw or uncooked shrimp and cook the entire bag at once. Doing this saves so much money and produces or makes such a large quantity. This would cost an arm and a leg at a restaurant. 
To cost an arm and a leg means something is very expensive. At a restaurant here in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, you would get a small portion of shrimp and it would cost a lot of money. Not only that, you also have to pay tax and tip on top of or additional to the price of the food. Tip is the extra money you pay that goes to the waiter, waitress, kitchen staff, bartenders, and other employees. It's standard to pay at least 10% here in Vancouver, but usually 15%. I never understood the idea of tipping. It never really made sense to me. Shouldn't the restaurant or bar pay the employee a certain wage that the employee accepts when starting the job? Why does the customer of the restaurant have to pay more to the waiter? It's strange or weird to me because we don't give a tip to somebody for most other services. Services such as fast food restaurants, car mechanics, clothing salespeople, and lots of others. Some examples of when we normally tip are for restaurants and bars, barbers, hairdressers, hotel housekeepers, taxi drivers, and food delivery drivers. I could definitely talk more about tips and how it is in other countries, and maybe I will, but in a different episode. In summary, my experience of living with a vegetarian who has transitioned or became a pescatarian has been very interesting and beneficial. It has improved my cooking skills because now I use ingredients and make new dishes that I never did before. Another reason it's been great for me is that I feel like I don't have an urge or need to eat meat. If I eat meat or I don't, it doesn't feel like I'm missing anything. It's made me happy with most things that I eat, and I feel that it gives me a sense of control. I can be content or pleased with most things that I eat. Except for olives. I can't stand olives. They taste awful to me. I even tried eating 10 olives by themselves very quickly because my fiancé's mom recommended that I do that. She said it's supposed to make you get used to them, and for many people, it makes them like olives after that. So I ate 10 olives, hoping I would enjoy them after that. But nope, I still hate them. Thanks again to everyone who listened to this episode, and remember that you can read the full transcript on my website at checkmarkenglish.com. It's really helpful to follow along and to review the more difficult words I highlighted for you. If you have any suggestions about what I should talk about, feel free to send me a message on Instagram. My account is called checkmarkenglish. See you all next time.